0: And that's on period network. Before we carry on with the show, we'd love to take a moment to shout out some of the people who have made this season possible. Some are current active patrons; others gave what they could throughout a very tough year. All made this season possible. So this week we're shouting out with a huge thank you to Ann Sliceman, Katie Thurslin, Emma Shirey, Ryan Miller, Teresa Leiden lorson Maddie Chandler, Lisa Tessier, Darcy Kennedy, Sebastian Rodriguez. Christopher Green, Jonathan Bell, Blair Cochran, Jessica Best, Isabel Shirey, Sarah Radel, and Julie Stewart. Thank you so much for supporting the show and the artists who work so hard to bring this world to life. You can find out more about becoming a patron at patreon.com slash but for now, thanks for being here. I hope you enjoy this episode. If you've been with us the whole time, well done. Surviving these past few months was anything but guaranteed. So... Here's another round of Elaine's for you. Welcome back to another episode of Elaine's Cooking Podcast for the Soul, a show to help you dim your existential dread through the art of cooking. Ever more artful due to a wide lack of food products and heat sources. I'm your host, Elaine Martinez. Listeners, strange though it seems, I've been thinking quite a lot about light lately. Perhaps being holed up in this dim underground doomsday bunker has made me reminiscent about the stuff— How I miss the harsh fluorescent lights of L.A. dental care, the long arm of the chair's overhead light beaming down upon my patients, like brutal sunshine upon moist shores, sweet and constant light. It took us a long time to understand that the sun is not periodically banished to distant realms, nor does it circle around the earth as many one supposed— Rather, it is we that turn away, circling this source of life that is so much bigger than ourselves. A hard lesson having to embrace one's minute place in the overwhelming vastness of time and space. I'm reminded of a time when I was standing at the end of an unlit pier once with my cousin late one night. Staring into the ocean, I could feel my pupils expanding, trying so hard to comprehend an infinite kind of darkness where the sea and the air above it mingled and blurred. The air was thick and there was a distant feeling of velvetness around our shoulders. I remember feeling so full of loss and dread, yet feeling simultaneously so grateful and certain for light that would soon come, that something good would make itself known.
1: My ears are burning. Knock, knock.
0: Either that or perhaps some great unfathomable calamity. It is a little early to tell what we're in for tonight. Please welcome my good friend and co-host of today's episode, Delaney.
1: Stilettos? Elaine, I had no idea you'd get so dolled up to greet me.
0: He did the honor of tunneling straight through my wall here a couple of days ago, thereby officially connecting me to a robust underground network of fellow survivors. How are you, Del?
1: Not nearly as wonderful as you seem to be doing, or with your glittery ball gown and feathered hair.
0: All listeners will find your descriptions of explaining the audio, medium-whimsically amusing, perhaps. New listeners, however, please know that this glamorous depiction is a mere fantasy of my colleague here.
1: And she's holding a bullwhip, which works surprisingly well with the ensemble, let me tell you. Hold on. Colleague? Did I get demoted from friend just now? After all the years we've known each other. After our time together, after our time in Tbilisi or on Hitaya Island...
0: (laughs) Don't go bringing up the past in that way, Delaney. That
1: cold night working to eradicate gingivitis in an underserved coastal village, standing by that one overhead dental exam light for war...
0: You're gonna get reduced to acquaintance if you keep going.
1: Our hands cupping that light, the plumes from our breaths mingling...
0: Going for the title of a person I used to work with, are we?
1: Bo, I'm just roasting you, Elaine. Cool your jets. Does your audience know about you, though? Elaine here led Western division of the Revolutionary Mouthguard. She's, well, a hero.
0: Yes, there was a time I was involved in the radical international dental care group known as Dentistas Sin Visas.
1: If you ask anybody, they'll tell you Elaine Martinez is Dentistas Sin Visas. Of course, we were driven underground before the world went kablooey. And here we are, even more underground, Scuttling back and forth in hand-dug tunnels. Still, I guess all the stealth skills were good for something, huh?
0: I've definitely found use for the specific skill set that organization required. I'm glad to know I'm not the only survivor of that group. Seeing you is just a breath of fresh air.
1: It's so nice to be here. Love what you've done with the space. So cozy. That is some collection of salt and pepper shakers.
0: Thank you for saying so. For such kindness, you may have this set of salt and pepper shakers shaped like a windmill and a cow.
1: Ooh. Reminds me of our time in the Pyrenees eradicating some particularly pernicious plaque. But I did not come here for your spicy mementos and a tour down memory lane. I tunneled on over to take you on a different kind of tour. A flavor tour.
0: Oh my, I love it.
1: Today, I will be sharing how to make Delaney's famous... Do you have a drumroll effect?
0: Let me check. There.
1: Sorry, one more time, please. Delaney's famous alternative protein.
0: Wow, what a treat, I think. Uh, What exactly are you talking about when you say alternative protein?
1: Glad to know you're still not afraid to ask the right questions. This alternative protein is known as seitan. It's basically DIY tofurkey.
0: Now that is a surprise. I say let's keep this rolling and list the ingredients for our listeners.
1: Okay, so it's really quite simple. But there are a couple tools that will make this recipe come together in a snap. I highly recommend getting 1500 milliliter reusable silicone baggies and having an extra large pot.
0: Seems like a reasonable thing to have in the kitchen.
1: Other recipes make it out like you have to have a kitchen-age stand mixer with a dough hook and a degree in bioengineering. And like I've said before, I do not work for the state and therefore have neither. I guarantee that the silicon bags and big pot are the most useful. And even those can be subbed out for cling wrap in a smaller pot if things get desperate.
0: I should have known you'd pick out the most enigmatic dish. Is it very complex? It sounds complex.
1: You have made bread, no?
0: No! Sorry, Instinct. Uh, what I mean is, I don't think I should say...
1: Wise? Cookies? Surely you've made cookies.
0: Possibly. You might have to refresh my memory.
1: Well, so you have your wets and your dries. You mix those separately, and then you mix them together. Sound familiar?
0: Yes, it's all coming back now. So Satan is the same principle?
1: Precisely. So our dry ingredients include vital wheat gluten, chickpea flour, and a variety of spices.
0: I'm both intrigued and somewhat concerned about the use of vital wheat gluten... As you know, we ended up in a bit of a tangle involving biscuits not too long ago.
1: Rest assured, my friend, our result will be nothing like bread.
0: I suppose I have seen vital wheat gluten and chickpea flour being offered by more bougie ration swaps in the bulk aisle, and they're still standing.
1: Yes, but luckily the luxury markets don't know how valuable this stuff really is. So you can trade some wheat kombucha to most vendors and walk off with pounds of the stuff. So yes, we have two cups of the vital wheat gluten, about half a cup of the chickpea flour, also in the bougie section, and then spices. A tablespoon each of the following. You ready?
0: I've got my pen right here.
1: Elaine's goofing. That is only a pepper shaker shaped like a pen.
0: Always so astute. Go on.
1: It is a tablespoon of celery salt, nutritional yeast, onion powder, garlic powder, and any kind of poultry seasoning mix you have at your disposal. If you don't have that, mix up some rosemary and thyme and whatever else smells good and reminds you of Thanksgiving.
0: All easy enough. Most of those pop up in the monthly rations allotted to those still on the grid, but are easily attainable in, shall we say, other markets?
1: Yeah, like the illegal ones.
0: Now what goes into the wet mixture?
1: So with the wet mix, we'll actually need to warm up this veggie broth. Can we get this hot plate up and running?
0: Of course. And how much broth, Delaney?
1: Just about two cups. That looks good. Dear God, it's already boiling hot.
0: (laughs) Some things never change.
1: How hot things get, are you referring to that night?
0: Oh my, I, no. It was kind of, um, inside joke with me and the hot plate and maybe old listeners. I, I wasn't referring to that.
1: Elaine and I made out once. Del,
0: that is really not the kind of thing my listeners are tuning in for.
1: What? It was nice. Wasn't it? I remember it being nice. I remember there was good music. I think someone, maybe Bernard, was just tinkering on the piano. We just had filled in about a thousand cavities in rural Newfoundland.
0: We should get back to the wet mix. Um, Or maybe the the dry mix. Yes, let's let's maybe revisit the dry mix.
1: It's time for them to merge.
0: The wets and the dries. The mixes. We mix them. You, You know what? I think it's a good time to take a little break.
1: Oh boy, I know that look. We gave it a name. What was it? Ah, the Elaine Martinez D D Death. Hopefully I survived the break, listeners.
0: Give me the mic.
1: What, you're not going to let me have any last words? What kind of justice is this?
0: <laughs> this week's show is brought to you by Left Socks. Were you excited a couple of weeks ago when your rations included a long-anticipated pair of socks, Did you then become suddenly very confused when you noticed that while there were two socks folded together, both appeared to be printed with the phrase, quote, left sock? Were you one of the thousands of folks who decided to be safe and threw away one of the socks lest you be charged with disobeying a direct order? Well, thanks to your prudence, I'm here to offer all of our subterranean survivors piles and piles of left socks. Left socks can also be used as right socks if you can bend your mind around it and are willing to risk a small sum of years imprisoned if caught wearing left socks on right feet. Left socks can be used as mittens, carrying sacks, and can be used as a pretty cute little koozie for your fizzy, spicy sugar waters. Why not swing by Underground HQ to barter for your own set of left socks? Left socks. Three lefts make a right.
1: Hey, I'm sorry, I'm just kidding around. It was forever ago. A decade, I think, at this point. I was going for more of a jokey, ha-ha-wasn't-that-wild vibe than a creepy, been-thinking-about-you-for-ten-years vibe. Am I making it worse? I feel like I'm making it worse.
0: You're lucky I adore you.
1: As a friend.
0: Yes, so much has changed over the years, but true friends can reunite without missing a beat.
1: Man, I'm glad you're able to get to the root of the feeling, Elaine. I always had a knack for that.
0: What do you say we get back to the recipe? It's looking like... Something.
1: So, we should get the big pot boiling up some water. A couple gallons should do.
0: A couple of gallons? But that will be half of my supply.
1: Hey, listen. Because we got the silicon baggie, you can reuse that water.
0: I suppose I'd have to boil it anyway.
1: So while that big pot of water is heating up, we can just knead our combined mixture together. It's a little messy, and you might find you need a bit more water. But once it starts to look like a brain and there are no dry patches of flour anywhere... It's pretty much ready to pop in the bag and get it cooking.
0: Looks like a workout. Kinda. Do you need a wooden spoon? Would, would that make things easier or harder?
1: <laughs> Sounds like an extra dish to clean. Besides, it's worth the effort, I promise. So, uh, who are you making out with these days?
0: Sure you don't need that wooden spoon, Delaney?
1: What? It's chit-chat. You don't chit-chat anymore? All right, all right. Phew. Whew. Whew. I like to pat down the seitan ball, trying to iron out any big creases. And now it's ready to get in the bag and boil.
0: How long do we put it in for?
1: Forty-five. Then you take it out, flip it 180 degrees, top off the water if you need to, and boil for another 45 minutes.
0: Oh, I didn't realize I was taking away your whole evening.
1: You're not. I actually gotta hit the tubes, Elaine. I really just wanted to say hi and make sure the tunnel was holding up okay. I do have one little surprise for you, though.
0: What? is this
1: i would have thought a chef would recognize kale when she saw it
0: this is so generous of you i heard a rumor you were getting back into farming
1: i've been building up a food co-op across town called bunker buddies
0: oh well now that's a name
1: <laughs> yeah i know we're still worshiping the name you're an honorary member did i not mention that
0: no you didn't but i'm well honored
1: <laughs> we're starting to get a bit of fruit yield but veggies are pretty much in full swing these days All the couriers I've met are on board, too. Which is good news, since I'm thinking it'll be like a delivery system. Just so the topside patrols don't know where I'm based right now. We're building up a new symphony of possibilities, Elaine.
0: Did you say all the couriers you've met?
1: Yeah. What of it?
0: Oh, nothing. I just thought there was only one courier.
1: You've only seen one? In all this time? No way. They change like every couple weeks.
0: Are you sure?
1: Absolutely. It's like a scheduled rotation or something. Hey, listen, I really do gotta dip.
0: Oh, okay, but how should I send your half of the Satan to you? The courier doesn't like carrying bulky stuff.
1: It's all yours, Elaine. I'll see you around, okay? Don't make me wait another ten years, huh?
0: Wow, thank you, Del. Would you mind straightening out that bamboo curtain on your way out? I don't like being able to see straight into the open tunnel.
1: Sure. Ow!
0: Oh, and watch the circumference of the tunnel there. The outside of it is electrified starting at dusk.
1: Always one for precaution. That's why you're going to make it. See you, Elaine.
0: Don't forget your complimentary salt and pepper shakers. Oh,
1: right. Thanks. Bye now.
0: Well, it looks like we might not get to sample the promising protein alternative Delaney provided us with at this exact moment. Not exactly sure what to expect, Listeners, when faced with a life-altering kind of darkness, our pupils widen involuntarily to let in more light. When my cousin and I turned around and walked back the way we came down the pier, a little beach town winked at us, inviting us back. We weren't nowhere. We were somewhere. And we were with each other. There is so much darkness in our world right now. But as adaptable as we are, we know that darkness doesn't last forever. We see reflections of light in the eyes of people around us that sometimes even they cannot see. We light candles and crank generators, and sometimes we turn on our hot plates. Thank you so much for joining us for this latest episode of Elaine's Cooking Podcast for the Soul. I'm your host, Elaine Martinez, not crying, hugging you. Good night. Cooking for the Soul is brought to you by The Period Podcast Network. Story by Rosa Delgado and Alison Slice. This episode was written by Alison Slice and directed by Rosa Delgado. The role of Elaine Martinez was played by Rosa Delgado. The role of Delaney was played by James Tang. The role of The Courier was voiced by Rachel Wong. Music by Uriavi. Logo design by Stig Grieve. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram and consider becoming a patron over on Patreon. Find us across all these platforms by searching at Elaine's cooking. It means everything to our movement that you continue to tune in. We need you to keep surviving, to keep listening, to keep up the fight. So keep doing that and please return these wisdom teeth to their proper location so that others may listen. We'll find you next week. Your weapon appears to be malfunctioning. I'm not refueling you. Good. Uh, What is that? A blaster? I'm no one. No one.
1: Did you attempt to abduct the nail
0: Some of us don't even know we're evil. Diary of a space archivist. The sci-fi
1: comedy drama about friendship, chocolate and space. Season three. Coming soon.